Wow, <laughs> what an introduction. <laughs> we give God all the glory. We give God all the glory. He's such a good and faithful God. Cape Town and uh, Apostle Peter John's home is my home. Amen. And because he has a home also in Kenya, I want to announce to you that you have a home. Amen. 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 What a privilege it is for me to be able to bring to you the word of God. I thank God for all of you. I've been praying for you that God may do something in your lives that this opportunity that I've been given even to share the word of God in simplicity, I want to trust God that uh, one word from him this morning will push you to where you need to be. Amen. Because God is busy doing something not only in Kenya, but he's doing something in South Africa, which I can feel. He's doing something in the world, and you know, Africa is a continent that now is taking the lead in the things of God. So I pray that this morning God will bless us. I have also come to be blessed because as the word comes out, it's a two-edged sword. It goes this way and it comes back to you. And if you perceive and take what God is saying this morning, you will never be the same again. Thank you for welcoming us in a way that has been so overwhelming. Your love is godly, and I really appreciate the fact that we connected with the apostles some years back in, uh, in our time of very low, 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 low levels. And we thank God that we have seen him move us from one level of glory to another and all glory and honor goes back to him. Amen. I want to share from, this is, uh, we are winding up the Women's Month. And uh, I want to share from the book of Judges. And I will also read from Isaiah. Then I will read from the book of Acts. And I believe that the Lord will speak to us. Amen. I bring greetings to you also from my household. We spoke yesterday. They are doing well and appreciating the goodness of the Lord that you are showing to us in the land of the living. Amen. Receive greetings. And the pastors in the village, I started off in the city where we have wonderful fellowship going on in three different places that I oversee. But the Lord moved me to the mission field in the village where I go every two weeks. I go to the village, and sometimes we stay two or three weeks doing the work of God. And the pastors there said that I should pass greetings to you. They love you. They are praying for you, and they are waiting for the time when the apostle will come down to the village. In Jesus' name. Amen. Judges chapter 6. This morning I want to be very, very deliberate because God is speaking a word that will push us to where we need to be. Judges chapter 5, I will read verse 6 to 9. It's a portion of scripture that is very, very common to all of us. And I know that God is going to speak to us. Judges chapter 5, verse 6 to 9, the Bible says, and I'm reading from the King James Version. In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were unoccupied, and the travelers walked through byways. 
the inhabitants of the villages ceased, and they ceased in Israel until that I, Deborah, arose, that I arose a mother in Israel. They chose new gods. Then was war in the gates. Was there a shield or spear seen among 40,000 in Israel? My heart is towards the governors of Israel that offered themselves willingly among the people. Bless ye the Lord. Are we together? Hallelujah. Let me just paraphrase before we read the next one. This is a time in Israel where there was a lot happening. And the children of Israel were sort of in a place, a low place, where there was so much defeat. And we can see from the Bible that, you know, the highways were unoccupied. In other words, that people, instead of being in the highways that were prepared for them, they went to the byways. So like today, I know some of our highways are unoccupied. Some of us are still in the byways, but the Lord is going to help us to rise up and be on the highways. And then we see that the inhabitants in the village, they had ceased. That is to say that they were like concealed. Nobody knew they were in existence. It was like nobody had the knowledge that they existed that they could make an impact somewhere. They felt so defeated that nobody knew that Israel, the powerful nation of God, was in existence. And then God has to raise somebody, Deborah, because in a time like this, God is raising you and is raising me. Amen. We have to arise to put things in order. Because right now what we say is but people don't feel stories of defeat. It's like the church is in existence, but people don't feel the power of the church. But God is turning things around. He's saying arise because he wants to show himself strong in the body of Christ. Are we together? And so somebody had to arise. And Deborah, who was a mother, like some of us, she was in Israel. If you read her story, she was a judge. She was also a prophet. She was a businesswoman, very, very wealthy. She had to arise. Today, as we honor the women, and as we honor the men also, because Deborah here does not actually stand for a gender. God, in his own purpose, has created us male and female. But in the spiritual matters, Paul said, there is neither female nor male. Are we together? And so Deborah stands for you. You, the body of Christ, the army. There is an army rising. Hallelujah. And that army is rising in power. And Africa is the epicenter of the revival that has now started in our nation. Praise God. Hallelujah. So there is an army rising in Africa. And you are part of the army. And God is saying today, like Deborah, we need to arise to come on to the highways. We have been hiding in the byways for too long. God is sending an alarm here today and he's saying we must arise and come to the highways. Are we together? Hallelujah. I thank God that the apostle has trained you very, very well. And I can tell that you have the word. And God today is sounding the alarm that we need to arise. Deborah arose. And there were many gods at that time in Israel. People were worshipping idols. People were doing things that they were told not to do, just like today. And God in Israel desired and raised a woman, Deborah, a servant of God, a prophet, a judge, to come 
and put things right. Today, God is speaking to you. The Lord is speaking to us. And in verse 9, we read of the heart is to us the governors of Israel. And today, uh, because I know you already know it, God is just reminding us that we are governors. We sit on the governing council of God. You see, the gospel comes in two branches. Jesus preached the gospel of salvation. We still preach the gospel of salvation. But God is saying we need to arise, we need to progress from just being the gospel of salvation. We need to progress to the gospel of the kingdom. And in the kingdom is where you find governors. The difference between these two branches, it's the same gospel, one gospel two branches, just like you are one body with two hands. Salvation is where we come into the kingdom, we rejoice, we thank God for what he has done, we bless the Lord for giving us Jesus to come and redeem us. But you know, that is a stage of childhood, and we are not supposed to dwell there. Are we together? We are supposed to progress and now talk about the kingdom of God, where governors are being seen to govern the affairs of God on the earth. Are we together? Now, that's where God has moved. And today I have come so that we can push some of the people who are still young, immature, not because they have not been taught, but because they have stagnated. Today is the day that we are going to progress from childhood to maturity because God is looking for his governors. Time is of the essence. He's moving towards the finishing line. He's depending on you, the governor. You sit on his governing council and he's expecting us to do the governing of the earth so that his kingdom can come. His will may be done on earth as it is in heaven. It takes a governor to make a decree and to make things happen. Are we together? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah 60. Isaiah 60 is a place, the first three verses, that God has been speaking to the body of Christ and especially after COVID, God is saying like Deborah did, she arose, God caused her to rise. And by the way, you don't rise by default. Are we together? There is something you've got to do in order for you to be in the flow and in the recent place where God wants you to be. Are we together? It's not by default. Things don't just happen. We have to make things happen. Isaiah 60, verse 1, 2, and 3, these are key verses that the Lord has spoken to the church, especially after COVID-19, where God allowed the nations, the whole world, the entire universe, to come to a standstill so that men may know that he is God. Are we together? He did not orchestrate the COVID-19, but there are times when the try my children go to a corner and God allows him, okay, go and try my children. COVID-19 came and we were at a standstill. We could not move. We were like Israel. We could not raise our heads. We were in those low places. And God now came up and said to the church, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Are we together? Hallelujah. God is telling us to arise. Arise from your problems. Arise from those low places. 
Arise from your afflictions. Arise from that place where you think you are hopeless because the light has come. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the light. The light of God has come to show the dark areas in our lives. And when light comes, you can see. Are we together? When light comes, the darkness is dispelled. The darkness in our lives lives. Are we together? He's saying to church, arise and shine. The light has come. And this light comes through his word. Because I'll give you the two, th the two key things that Lord, the Lord wants us to embrace in order for us to arise and to be where he wants us to be. The word of God is a light. Are we together? The Bible says the entrance of your word brings light. It brings understanding to the simple. Your word is a lamp unto, my, uh, unto me and a light unto my feet. Are we together? The word of God. That is what is going to help us to be propelled to where God wants us to be. To be elevated to our rightful position. Because we are supposed to be governing, not the enemy governing the earth, but the people of God, the governors, the kings and the priests who we are should be governing the affairs of God on the earth in Jesus' name. Are we together? And he says that at this time, behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness. Right now, if you look into the quarters, any quarters of the church, any places, look even in the west, there is gross darkness. And those who did maths, you know, gross, <laughs> gross, you multiply something by something, which means it is intensified darkness. And the Lord wants you to arise so that we can dispel the darkness in the world. But before we do that, that darkness needs to be dispelled from our own lives and our own families. And I thank God for the uh, 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 um, Operation Andrew. You begin with yourself, and then you progress to your family. We have to help them to arise, and then we can reach out and touch other lives. Are we together? So this is a time of gross darkness, and the Lord is expecting us to rise because he has promised that his glory has risen upon us. Where people are in darkness, God has showered his glory upon us, that we shine in darkness. Are we together? Hallelujah. And the Gentiles shall come. This is the time that the Gentiles need to run to the church because the church is where the solutions are. Are we together? The solution to everything is found in the Lord. And we have the Lord. We carry Jesus Christ within us. So we are the answer to the world. Are we together? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Gentiles need to come right now to the light. And you are the king. They should come. You are the king and you attract kings. And the kings, the Bible says, will come to the brightness of our rising. So we should rise and we should be bright and bright, brighter, so that the kings can come to us. Are we together? And then the last one is um, Acts. Sorry. Acts chapter 1. Uh, I've heard the apostle quote this one many times here. And uh, I just want to combine the three portions so that we can share the word. And then I know the Lord will speak to us and is already speaking. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, the Bible says, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. You shall be, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Praise the Lord. The Lord says we shall receive power 
and we already have the power. When we are quiet, we are just quiet, but when we speak, we feel the power. Are we together? Now, that power that is at work within us, hallelujah, makes us witnesses. And you, as the church, we are the witnesses. A witness comes to see what they have seen, what they have heard because they were on the scene of the crime. We have heard. Are we together? Now that we know the Lord, we have heard. Our ears have heard. We have been told. And we have him in us. We are witnesses because we have a testimony that is able to save, to keep, and to satisfy that he is a powerful God, the one we worship. Are we together? So he's encouraging the church that we need to be witnesses. Wherever you go, give a witness. When you go to people who are sick, tell them he's able to heal. When you go to people who are lacking the things that they need in their lives, you tell them he is able to provide. He is our provider. He's a powerful God. He's able to move mountains on your behalf. Are we together? Hallelujah. Revelation 5 and 10 says, talking about God, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Now today the Lord is encouraging us and reminding us that he has made you kings. He has made us priests. And we are supposed to reign for him on this earth. Are we together? We will reign then. But the book of Revelation is a book of now and also in the future. Are we together? So meanwhile, as we wait for the coming of the Lord, we need to be doing the works of a priest and the work of a king. And the king governs and the priest stands in the gap talking to God about the people and talking to the people about God or on behalf of God. Are we together? And so this morning, I want to encourage us that we need to activate the priesthood in us. We need to activate the kingship in us. Are we together? So that now we are no longer children who are tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. But we are kings. You stand in your position as a king and you govern. Are we together? And so in, in Cape Town and in this area of Michelle's Lane, we are going to govern. Are we together? Hallelujah. So that we bring everything into the obedience of Christ in this place. Hallelujah. It is by virtue of your calling as a king, a governor. It's not what you have done, and it's not what, what, what somebody else has given to you. You are rightfully a king, and so we need to govern. Are we together? And then the priesthood. The priesthood is an office which will help you to stand in the gap, to decree issues. Are we together? According to the will of God. And to stand in the gap for your people, like in the Operation Andrew. When you stand as a priest, you change the situation in that family. Are we together? Hallelujah. So please activate those gifts and begin to be active. Be actively involved in the salvation of your family. Be actively involved in what is happening around us because the Lord has reminded us that we are kings and we are priests and is expecting us to reign. Are we together? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, in Exodus 9, we, we are not going to read some of these things. I will just be uh, uh, quoting for you. And before I quote that one, I want you to know also in 1 Peter 2 and 5, the Bible says, you also are lively stones. You are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. And verse 9 says, but you are also a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him 
who has called us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of this marvelous light. Are we together? God is just stirring us up. Tell them ministries. Knowing that you are the priests, you need to stand up and activate the priesthood of office in your life. Are we together? And the Lord has promised that as you do that, he is going to honor your prayers. He is going to change the situation beginning with your family first. And then he will progress to do the, the, the neighbors and then the entire Cape Town and people will come together and worship the Lord. And this army that is rising of which we are part of will roar in this place and the devil will not have no, any room in this place. Amen. Amen. Are we together? Hallelujah. And so we need to follow the pattern of God. God has a pattern. As I said, you don't rise by default. There is a pattern that God set up. And when he was doing the tabernacle, and we are the tabernacles of God. Are we together? You are the tabernacle. You are the temple, hallelujah, of the Holy Spirit. He set these things according to the pattern. And he told Moses severally that make sure that you build this temple according to the pattern. Now you as a believer, there is an arrangement that God has ordained for your life. And today he's coming and looking at the church, looking at you. He desires that you may arise. Are we together? He's inspecting the things he has put within you as a tabernacle. And he wants us to put things in place. A holy nation. God, we must serve him according to the pattern. A holy nation. A peculiar people. Hallelujah. You are called forth to show his praises because he has called us from the kingdom of darkness into this marvelous light. Are we together? Hallelujah. And that talks about praise and worship. Even when we are not in the church, we need to know that we are the tabernacle of the Lord. You are the house of God. You are the ecclesia of God. And so he's expecting us to govern. He's expecting us to do the things that he has placed us here on earth to do on his behalf. Amen. We all know that God is a spirit. <laughs> God is a spirit. You cannot see him with your ordinary eyes, but he can reveal himself in many forms. Are we together? And he can speak to you such that he makes your spirit understand. He can say one word and he will make your spirit understand a whole sentence. He's a spirit and he's depending on your body. He's depending on your members to be able to express himself on the earth. Are we together? So when we are worshiping him or when we are commanding the demons to flee, we are actually acting on behalf of God. And so he's saying the church needs to be more active. He's looking at the pattern, but we are only doing a little bit. We are still, some of us, on the byways, and he wants us to come back to the highways so that he can do the high work that he wants to do in our days before the end comes. Are we together? And it has to be done according to the pattern. There is a pattern for spiritual growth. We do not just grow in any manner. There is a pattern for spiritual growth. Are we together? And so we need to check the word of God. We need to, 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 to find out. We need to pray. We need to seek him so that he can give us the pattern that he formed for your life. Are we together? Even as a ministry, there is a pattern. I know there is a lot of uh, evangelism in the pattern of tell them ministries. Are we together? And so long as you are doing the evangelism, you are reaching out you will succeed. So what is the pattern of your own life, your personal life? Why are you still struggling 
Why are you still crying like the world? There is a pattern. And as we stay before God, he will show you the pattern of your life. Are we together? And when you get that pattern, that blueprint, you will never go wrong. The reason why we are still struggling and in the byways is because we have not set aside some serious time to seek his face, to wait on him until he gives you the blueprint of your own life. Are we together? And we need to do that. That is the message. We need to do that. We need to sit before God. You tell him, I'm not leaving this place until you show me the pattern of my own life, the blueprint. And when you get hold of it, you will never go wrong. And I'm speaking out of that some experience. Because my life was, in the past, it was haphazard. Even in the ministry, the people would say, okay, let's go for a mission, I'm there. Okay, let's go to, 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 to some place and witness. I did not have my own pattern. I followed what people said. When they called this way, I went. When they called for a prayer meeting, I went, which is not wrong. But a lot of time is lost in doing things that are outside your jurisdiction. Are we together? So why not? Now I'm wiser because I'm older. I have narrowed my life down to the specifications of what God has called me to do. And I've come to persuade you, my brothers and my sisters, that you narrow your life down to the specifics of the kingdom of God and let God work and you see him work. Your life will never be the same again. Hallelujah. Your life will never be the same again. And I have come here as a mouthpiece. I have come as a prophet to tell you that whatever God is birthing today, by the mouth of a prophet, it shall be maintained by the prophetic. Are we together? In other words, whatever you hear, and whatever you perceive from the Spirit of God, you have to maintain it through prayer. Are we together? That is in Hosea 12, 13, the Bible says, And by a prophet the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he, and by a prophet was he preserved. Your life will be preserved as you pray prophetically on what God has said concerning your life in Jesus' name. Are we together? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you came out of Egypt, some people, Egypt is still pursuing you, and that's normal. When we came out, and there are many, many types of Egypt, even after salvation, it's a typology. There are times you get into a situation where you feel you are in Egypt. So when the Lord pulls you out, Egypt will still pursue you. Therefore, you must have a system to preserve your deliverance. Are we together? And that system is in line to preserve the truthhood. Prayer will help you to preserve the things that God has done in your life. Are we together? Hallelujah. Remember that the system of the kingdom, as we see it, it is so spiritual, and yet we can feel it physically. So whatever we want to do in the physical realm, it must begin in the spiritual realm. What am I saying? I have come to persuade you to arise and to increase your prayer life. I'm not underestimating your prayer life, but I've just come to say that we need to push it a notch higher. Are we together? That's what the Spirit of God is saying. And as we move it a notch higher, things will begin to happen. Your life will never be the same again. Your family will come into line. Are we together? Hallelujah. We who have answered the call of God, God will use us to strengthen our families God will use us to strengthen our neighbors. 
God will use us to strengthen this church because this is a church that God intends to use powerfully in the last days. Are we together? And always don't forget that you are the gate. Cape Town is a gate, isn't it? And apart from being the gate, you sit in the gate and you are the gate. Hallelujah. So when the devil is bringing his gates, you are also a gate. So it is gate versus gate. And your gate is stronger than the gates of the devil. Are we together? Hallelujah. And so because you are in the gate and you will see God sending many people to you, you sit at the gate and Africa has the last baton of the kingdom. Are we together? This Africa you see. And South Africa, you being at the gate, you can allow or disallow whatever God has said. Are we together? And so we are depending on you, and I believe that's why God told me, you go down there and just stir up the waters. Because we are waiting. You have the baton. And we are waiting for the fire to rise up. Smoke does not rise from up to down. Smoke rises from here to up. And so I have come to encourage you that we are waiting. We have the baton for the world in this last move of God. Are we together? There is a move of God. There is a move of God and God is depending on you and I. And particularly those who are in South Africa. Hello? When you live in South Africa, you cannot live like a mere man. You cannot afford to be ordinary because you are a South African. You have to stand strong at the gate. And you have to pass the smoke over to us. The cloud of God is moving. Please push it to us. We are waiting. Are we together? Are we together? He says, arise, like Deborah. You need to arise. You need to occupy your place. You need to make a statement. Hallelujah. Your life needs to make a statement that people may know there is a governor in this place. In your locality, people may know there is a priest in this area. Hallelujah. Occupy until the Lord comes. Amen. And as we occupy, we need to narrow down to what God has called us to do and write, draw the demarcation line. Are we together? And work within that jurisdiction. You will see the hand of God. He will move like never before. He will turn lives upside down. And people will begin to point a finger and say, there is God in the life of that man. In this home, there is God. Hallelujah. We can feel his presence. I have seen this. Uh, uh, recently, we went to a, a conference. I was speaking at that conference. We do it every year, and they call me. I'm just a guest there. It's not part of what I do. But when you just pass like this, you see people crying. You ask, have I provoked you? They're just crying because they can feel the presence of God that you carry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to be hot. When you are passing, the devil cannot move close because you are too hot for him to touch. And what is it that will help you to be that hot? It's your ministry of a priest. Are we together? Hallelujah. Is somebody listening? God wants us to be lifted in our area of prayer. And as we pray much more, as we pray in the spirit, because the spirit of God knows the mind of God, he is able to pray within us with groanings that cannot be uttered. As you pray the mind of God, that is the most accurate prayer you can ever make. And as you turn in that place of prayer and you pray, God will turn tables. God will rearrange your life. God will give you the power that we are supposed to have. Are we together? Why is it that sometimes you pray for blind people they don't see? It's because you have not activated the power 
that is at work within you. And the way to activate that power is through prayer. And I'm not talking just those 10 minutes prayer. Priests, you need to tarry in the presence of God. And I found a secret that, you know, during the day I want to be available. During the food on the table. During the day I want to do the works that will help me put food on the table. But at night, hallelujah, everybody say at night. You have all the time. Are we together? You have all, nobody will interrupt you. Nobody will tell you to stop. You have the whole night. And if you are like me, I'm in my 60s. We have slept. <laughs> we have slept. You people, you say slap. We have slept for many hours. I decided one day I'm going to cut down my sleep. I have slept. It has not helped me. Hallelujah. I have children that I need to bring up. And even if they are young adults, they depend on your priestly office. Are we together? And so I stopped joking with my time. I stopped joking with my office. And this priestly office is not for ministers. No, it is for every believer. Are we together? Today I'm not addressing the apostle. No, we are addressing the whole body of Christ. God says in his word, you are a priest and you are a king. And whenever a king decrees something, nobody can turn that one around. Are we together? Yeah. And when a priest stands in their office and they make decrees, nobody can change. Whatever you say, God puts a tick. Adam, when he named the animals, God put a tick. God will not dispute what you have said. If you say it according to his will. Are we together? And so please activate your priestly office. Spend some time. If you are 40, please stop sleeping. Are we together? <laughs> if you are 40, stop sleeping. You have slept enough. Sleep just a few hours. And you will be okay. And activate your priestly office. That's what the Lord is saying to South Africa. Activate your priestly office. When I began to be active in my priestly office, I saw my sons, even the ones who are beginning sometimes to, to say, ah, my man, I saw them come in line. Are we together? Hallelujah. I saw my daughters come in line, and I'm saying it for the glory of God. The things I could not see by talking to them, the things I could not do by forcing them or persuading them, prayer is able to do. God is able to do. Amen. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I may ask or think according to his power that is at work within me. And that power can be activated as you pray. Then you will arise in your family and people will call you the priest of that home in Jesus' name. Are we together? I'm just about to wind up. I think, Pastor, our time. Yeah. I just want to wind up. God is speaking to us like, Deborah, it's time for you to arise. It is a personal decision that you make that you, I will arise and bring a change in my family. And if you arise, for example, the apostle, he arose in his family. Are we together? Hallelujah. And when you are called, you know when you say, God, here I am, I come, I'm, I'm born again, I give my life to you, and you say that sinner's prayer, your name is called. Are we together? And when your name is called, all the other Petersons are, are arising but they are still waiting for this Peterson, are we together? Amen. To activate himself in his priestly office, and we have seen they have come to the Lord. Are we together? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. According to the word of God. So the Lord is saying this morning, we need to arise. Arise from your troubles. Arise from any situation. You are not waiting for God or, the, or your, your, your man of God to come and cause you to arise. No, it is a personal decision that you make to arise. 
We are going to arise even in our prayer lives from where you have been. Please add two hours or three hours. Are we together? If you have been going one hour, add two hours. It will help you. And you'll begin to see as you seek the kingdom of God, according to Matthew 6.33, as we seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these other things will be added to us. It has happened. I have seen it. I know you will see it and you have seen it before. It's not something new. But God is saying, arise and be a true witness. Be a true witness that God is able to save a sinner like we were and is able to keep you strong and is able to satisfy your life. Do not live outside of the government of God and do not move yourself carelessly. For example, this tell the ministry is God's government. Do not move yourself carelessly outside of the government of God. Stay where God has placed you. And anything that God has deployed you to accomplish, it will be sufficiently done if you do it according to the purpose. He says, arise, for your light has come. Hallelujah. So, brethren, I want to encourage you this morning that we need to arise. I don't know what you have been going through, the setbacks you have had in life this morning, we want to pray together. Are we together? Because the meaning of your life can only be found in what God has designed for your life. If you find out through prayer what God has designed for your life, your life will get a true meaning. Are we together? Your life will, you will not be, and you will be able to put deposit in other lives. You will not be a needy person. It is the needy people when you begin to walk in government of God. It's the needy people who will come to you because of what you carry. So we want to pray and we want to make a commitment to the Lord this morning. Because some people have been playing with their lives. Uh, some elderly people like me who are sleeping. <laughs> We are going to cut down some sleep, and it will work out wonders because God is waiting for South Africa to help the nations up here to run with this baton because as Africa, it is our time. We carry the solution that the world is looking for, the Jesus in us. God has decided to keep us the last the best for last. He wants to use us like never before. And it will, be, it will be a big scene for Africa and especially South Africa not to know what you are carrying. And because we know what we are carrying, we are supposed we have the responsibility to dispense what God has put in our lives. Are we together? And we will begin by praying so that the stubborn problems in our lives can leave us, so that we be light, yeah? like we are told, we should lay aside the, 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 any weight and the sin that so easily besets us, that we may run with the patience. This race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Are we together? What is it that has been weighing you down? What is it that has kept you in the byways instead of you walking majestically on the highway? Today we want to put it at the altar. Today we want to put those weights down and we want to leave them here at the feet of Jesus so that we run this race with patience. Anything that weighs you down, anything that those attachments, are we together? The army that God is forming these end times you cannot have attachments. There are some things you have to sacrifice and put on the altar. Are we together? It is not going to be life as usual, business as usual. No. After COVID-19, things have shifted. And God wants the believers to shift also. Are we together? 
things shifted. It's not going to be business as usual. It's not going to be easy. But he has promised us that I will never leave you nor forsake you. And he wants to empower us more. That's why he says we need to go back to our place of prayer and spend some hours. Spend some hours. If you are 60 and you spend only one in a day, uh, I think we are challenging each other that we should go further. Move a little bit further. And of course, applying the word of God, which I know you have. The missing link is to increase the hours. And we want to put every weight at the feet of Jesus this morning. And then I know that God has delivered us for the day and we will be able to carry the baton carefully. We will not ashamed our God. Are we together? We will not ashamed our God. So we want to stand up and, 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 and pray. And as we pray, um, I don't know if Kezia or uh, Sister Lucinda, there is, a, there is a song we used to sing in the 80s. In the 80s, and that song was a song of surrender. I want to teach Lucinda or Kezia. I know they know the song. And as we sing this song, as we sing this song, if there is a sin that you feel makes you go backwards, when you want to go forward, that sin pushes you backwards. If there is a very difficult issue in your life today, we want to put it at the feet of Jesus. And we want to pray so that God can give us the deliverance. This song, we used to sing it, you know, in the 80s, we were very holy. <laughs> and I pray that we, be, we continue to be holy. Because these days, the things that people do are the things we never used to do. When you'd be saved, you really meant it. We would pray until you feel you are crooked like this, praying, praying and singing that song. We want to put our things, our difficult situations before God, because he says we arise. You cannot arise with baggage. We want to leave it at the foot of Jesus. And if God truly sent me here this week, this month, I believe he's going to deliver us from these ways. I believe he's going to give us a breakthrough. I believe he's going to begin afresh with us. I believe he's going to empower us in a way that is new and we will feel his presence. This song goes like this. Lucinda and, 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 uh, and Kezia, my, my superstar, I know you will catch this song. We used to sing it in the 60s. It says, I sorry, in the, in the 80s. Sorry, in the 80s. I was saved in the early 80s. So we used to say this song that I'm choosing the Lord today. Are we together? I choose the way of the Lord. And we'll just sing that one line and it will be enough. Let me sing one and then I'll give to them. I know they will take us before God. And please take it seriously. Bring the heaviest thing that has been weighing you down before God. Deliverance is in the house. We prayed and we said the angels would come here. They came last night. And they are ministering together with us. And because we are priests, we are going to release ourselves before God. And he's going to... I knew we are going to experience newness in Christ. I choose the way of the Lord. I choose the 